Hello sports fans and welcome to the fourth episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Uh, it's the fourth episode for 2022, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I'm joined like always with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? Where the Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's been a good week, gentlemen. Bring it on. Uh, Principal? Oh, the Mighty Raiders got up. And you know what the best thing about this week was? The Roosters losing. What a start to the season. It's just been awesome. And conspicuous in his absence. Uh, And where is the Phantom? The Phantom just happened to catch... He happened to catch COVID today. Typically, you know. I think that's true, but... I I think it's a forgery. (laughs) I think he knew that we were going to absolutely grill him. And he's made it up. Uh, which is very much what a rooster would do. But, you know. I agree. Well, yeah. I'll, uh, hopefully, Phantom recovers from uh, COVID oh. real quickly and he can be back. Good 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 inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he recovers from his crying. <laughs> crying over Victor, the inflictor, dying. There you go. That's what COVID stands for for him. Crying over Victor the Inflictor dying. That was pretty good on the spot. Good job. Did you plan that? Or was that, was that on the spot? That was totally on the spot. Because I couldn't think of a D. That's why I had to go with dying. So, anyway. Well, if Trent Robertson let, had his way and left him out there, maybe he would have. He probably would have. Exactly right. You know, that's what he wants from his players. Leave it all on the field. No that's care it. for welfare. Quite literally their lives on the field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Round one finished. Our tipping... Uh, track record is mm, about right. <laughs> um, it was not good. <laughs> we didn't do very well. It was, it was a bit surprising and also hard to tell because, you know, this is the first game back and uh, there were some upsets, let's put it that way. Uh, so, pa- Panthers beat Sea Eagles. <clears throat> we all picked Sea Eagles. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, geez, I, t- I mean, we all tip Manly. Uh, we just assumed that Nathan Cleary being out was... Um, uh, was was going to, to hurt them against a, another top four team, but they were just sensational, Penrith. They were just so much quicker, stronger, fitter looking than Manly. The only try Manly got was a bit of a run of the pl- run against uh, against the play just near the end of the first half. I mean, Sean O'Sullivan slotted in a half back, and he just did it seamlessly. Um, that locked forward yeah. for Penrith. Um, yo, he's a really good player too. Um, very good ball skills. They were just. They are the team to beat. No question about it. They're the fittest team in the comp. They haven't. Um. They they didn't miss a beat. They continued exactly from the grand final last year. Continued yep. again. And who would have thought they wouldn't have even missed Cleary last week? Mm. It could have been there, not there. Wouldn't have made a difference. They, they oh, were sh- Sullivan seamlessly slotted yeah. in, and it was impressive. Uh, uh, t- 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 you, you didn't even notice him, yeah. and that was the oh, good exactly. thing. He and, and he just did thing. exactly what he needed to do. That's the thing. And look, that O'Sullivan, he's like he's only about 22 or 23 years old. He's actually a very good player. He started off at the Roosters. He then came at the Broncos for a while. I'm disappointed we didn't use him more than we did because I always rated him really highly. I think he might have been at the Warriors last year. Why they let him go, I don't know, because he's a really good player. And, and that's obviously why Penrith snapped him up because they thought, well, Cleary's probably going to miss the first month with injury and both their halves are going to be out during Origin. So they've got this ready-made... Um, quality halfback uh, who's young and eager to learn and he was fantastic kicking game strong yeah as you said he didn't miss a beat he was fantastic uh, Raiders versus Sharks uh, 
principal. I'm sure you have some feelings. Oh, Ricky's Raiders, the people's team. <laughs> You're a dickhead. What a, what a start. You know what? They've just put all the <laughs> from last year aside. They have just <laughs> tore the Sharks apart. In the first half, Sharks admittedly came back <laughs> in the second half. And the Faders, the faders uh, read their head around for a, for now, a little while, didn't it's, they? It's, on, it's only Faders if they lose, right? It was just, you know, they just took the foot off the pedal a little bit. You know, they don't want to, um, you know, go all out in the first round. But Do I it was actually you know, they the best faded, thing. but then they raided? They did. You know, actually, the best thing about this game was most players played really well. And the, um, the fill-in halfback, Brad Snyder, played. Mm. He, that was a great game. He, he did yep. exactly what he... It's a bit like Sean Sullivan. He came mm. in... Did exactly what he needed to do, and yep. he um, he took all the pressure off Whiten, and Whiten had his best game in a year, probably two years basically for Whiten. He was he was amazing in that game, and it's exactly what, running, yep. what he sort of when he got the Daily M when they made the grand final those those couple of years a couple of years ago that that's that's what made the Raiders really great was having Whiten play freely. So that was that was the best thing to see, and I hope hope that continues. Um, Brad Schneider's actually got COVID this week. Um, yeah, real COVID, not, right, the yeah, fa- yeah. Not, not the fake COVID that um, yeah. someone we know might have. Um, yeah. So they've got another <laughs> half to deal with this week, so that'll be interesting. But, yeah, it's pleasing. As a Raiders fan, you want them to win, and I'm sure all the people that watch Rugby League are pretty happy that the Raiders won too, the people's team. I'm going to keep keep repeating that a lot, especially because I'm sure <laughs> the Phantom will listen back to this and just love this little probably two oh, minutes of chat. Dear, oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Look, I, I didn't I didn't really catch much of the game because I was um, uh, at the Caxton waiting for the main event of the evening. Um, but no, I mean, I, I want to ask you though, uh, Principal um, Nico Hines at halfback. Like, because uh, I spoke to my old man and he sort of suggested that, and I always thought this before the season. I think he's a five eighth. I don't understand the ploy of playing him at halfback. Well, what do you think? Yeah, it was interesting. He um he didn't have his best game. I still think he's probably a fullback. I think he's mm. he's probably not, but you know, it's not to say he can't um, sort of get into the halves and and make it his own. I just think yeah. new team. I think I mentioned it in the podcast last week. New team, um, yep. new position. It's going to take him. Could take him a bit of time. You know, yeah, a, yeah. a first few games, the first quarter of the season to really yep. figure it out and build those combinations. So even the preseason, yeah. everyone the talks co- it up. Yeah, we're going good. For takes a while. As well. So yeah, um, that, that doesn't help. But I. I felt like that extra responsibility probably just weighed in a bit on him. He didn't have that yeah. freedom he had at so, Melbourne. So He's surrounded by different yeah. players at Melbourne too. That's the other yeah, that the key thing. Well. See, I would have um, had him at five eight. I would have had him at five eight because that's two passes off the ruck. A um, little bit less yeah. organising, a bit more that off the cuff brilliance that, that he can do. I think that would have suited him better. But uh, look, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I th- um, we'll see how they go. But uh, look, it wasn't a terrible effort considering the coach pulled out a couple of days before the game with 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 real COVID yeah. as well. So you know, I think that I think the sharks are just a little bit stuck with the. They've got a, probably a couple of five eights, and they've got to fit them all yeah. in. Moylan, Moylan's not Moylan's a, a five eight. Yeah. So well, they can all play fullback um, as well. So yeah, exactly. They've got a whole bunch of fullbacks playing the yeah. half. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, but it's um, it'd be interesting to watch. Actually, it's it's good to it'd be interesting they, to see how it evolves over the season. They they showed a bit of fight to get back into the contest and actually take the lead at one point. So they, they there's some promise there for the Sharks. Uh, Broncos Rabbitohs, like Ooh. I said before, we all tipped Rabbitohs and then the Broncos pulled out a win. I can't believe you didn't tip your team. What were you thinking? Got to be the last time this year. No, no, it's a tactic. If I tip, usually when I tip against them, they win. 
So it's a tactic. Uh, no, look, I was at the game. Um, 32,000 fans. I, it's been a while since we've had that many to round one because of how poor we've been the last couple of years. But um, no one really gave us much of a shot uh, because obviously Adam Reynolds, Kobe Hetherington, Tessie New, uh, a few other guys out with COVID. Um, but they were fantastic, Brisbane. What, what impressed me the most out of anything they did is their defence. That is the best they've defended probably in about four or five years, if I'm being realistic. Um, because they're up against a team who, even though they didn't have the troll, they still had some attacking weapons. Really, the only the, there's only two times they look like scoring in the whole match, I reckon, South. One was when they did score their try, and the other was when they went wide and um, Albert Kelly um, plucked the ball out of thin air um, with that intercept. Uh, he was fantastic. Billy Walters was great as well, and I'm glad they've retained him on the bench because he deserves it. He was His running game was strong. He looked a lot like his old man running the ball. Uh, he used to like to run the ball a lot. Payne Huss was his typical, normal, um, dominating self, but Pat Carrigan, pencil him in for Queensland Origin this year. He was phenomenal. He played about 58 minutes, nearly 200 metres, no missed tackles. I think the thing I got from all that as well is the calming influence they got from a guy like Kurt Capel and their team, premiership winner, uh, origin winner, experience. Field goal kicker. And an expert field goal kicker. Wasn't that like... Who, who saw that coming? No, not only not only did he um, did he kick the field goal, which gave us the seven-point lead, but he nailed it. It went yeah. about... Like, he was only about 20 metres out when he kicked it, but it went well past the um, the, the fence. Like, he, he, he drilled it. It never looked like missing. It was hit sweet as you like. Um, and he, he led from the front as captain. He was fantastic. Um... I think Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo are going to be a very lethal combination once they play a few more games together. Um, that boy is going to be a freak Selwyn Cobbo, and we all know what Katoni Staggs can do anyway. So um, very promising signs, and obviously we get uh, our captain in for his club debut this week. So very exciting times for the Broncos. Yes, um, exciting times for the Broncos, but also worrying times for the Rabbitohs. Worrying I think. times for the Rabbits. Oh, and did, you, did you hear the press conferences? Did you hear Demetrio's press conference? No, I didn't actually. What, what oh, happened? Mate, well, he was asked at least three or four times different different variations of the questions of like, oh, do you think like Adam Reynolds was the missing link? Do you think you really struggled without him, blah, blah, blah? And you could tell by the end of it, he, was, he just had the shit because he basically just said, it's irrelevant. He's no longer a member of our squad. So there's no point even talking about him. Like, you could tell he was pissed off that they kept on yeah. leading the conversation that way. So, um, and I don't blame him. I would have been too but um yeah he's, he's probably he's been asked that question for like pretty right, much since he's taken over as head coach exactly so, right the whole yep. off season plus mm. this but i mean as i said i, I tip uh Rabideaus to take the biggest slide this year and like that first game could be right sort of it's, it's only been one game so i'm sure they're going to bounce back but it gets pretty difficult this week against melbourne as well so they're, they're looking at a, a pretty rough start they do get latrell back so i'm interested to see how much that improves their attack but if they sort of struggle against Melbourne, I would say I think they got the Roosters the following week too. So it's not an easy start to the year. Um, so yeah. very important game this week. Melbourne do have a lot of players out. Like there's a lot of injuries. They, yeah, they do, they do have a few guys out. They've got some guys coming back as well. So it sort of compensates it a little bit. Do you see this? Um, I heard a stat during the week. Um, South has never won in Melbourne either. In no, the, yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Which, yeah, is, exactly. which is a pretty full on stat. That's a, that's a, a big... 
big amount of time. Melbourne's been in the comp for a long yeah. time, so yeah, they do. They do, um, not, they do not have a good record against Melbourne at all. It's it's all against them, I think. So it'd be yeah. it'd, it'd, be, it'd be a great game. Actually, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. It's yeah, probably it's the, uh, one of the games on. Game. I'm looking tomorrow forward to. Game. Look, yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Uh, Cameron Munster returns, so it'd be a really good game. Uh, moving on, Roosters versus Knights. We all tipped Roosters, and we were all wrong. Oh, how exciting! Isn't it? you? You can start it off, Smokes. Off you go. Crying over Victor, the Inflictor's demise. Um, well, what do we say about the Roosters, really? Um, everyone thought, oh, they've got Luke Keery back. He'll partner with last year's sensation, Sam Walker. And they'll just dominate everyone and win the comp. And they've got the best forwards in the whole comp and blah, blah, blah. Up against lowly Newcastle, who many were tipping to make the, top four, uh, the bottom four this year. And they got ambushed. They got ambushed hard. It's Newcastle's first ever victory at the Sydney Cricket Ground and their first win against the Roosters in Sydney since 2009. Um, I've watched a lot of this game. Uh, they, were, they were very committed, um, the Knights. Um, look, the Roosters got a... Look, I think it was probably the correct call, but it was still a bit of a 50-50 one. They had a try disallowed um, fairly early in the game when Tupo ran up the middle and they got away to Tedesco and he... he went over the line, and it was actually awarded, but then the video ref chimed in and said, I think there might be obstruction here, uh, which was overturned. Um, I think it was the correct decision, even though I don't think the player would have been able to get to Tupo, but it was the correct decision. Um, And after that, the Roosters did not make a line break. Um, They just didn't really look very threatening with the ball. Um, They usually start off very slowly each season, the Roosters, so I don't know if they should worry too much just yet, but... um, you know, big big match this week for them because they're up against Manly, who are desperate for a win too. Yeah, to be it's actually a, another interesting game. The obviously the loser's going to be facing you know the first two games of the season lost. So mm. it's um, it's interesting, but probably the biggest thing to come from this game was the concussion. Trent Robertson yes. had a bit of a cry. He channeled his inner Ricky Stewart. Um, because I, I think Ricky Stewart's actually a mentor of Trent Robinson's because of his Ricky Stewart's success at the Roosters all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So what was that? And, Phantom? Um, Phantom, did you have something to say about that? No? No, you don't. No, you agree with everything Principal is saying. Yes, that's if good. If Phantom okay. disagrees, please speak up. Exactly. Oh, don't Silence, hear Silence, cricket. Um, <laughs> so... It was um yeah it was interesting from Robinson saying you know about the concussion thing, um which and Wayne Bennett's come out as well saying you know the clubs, yep. Victor Radley was clearly knocked out for a split second when he yeah. fell to the ground and um yeah yeah he was dizzy. anyway it was, he was dizzy. It, was, it was interesting to see him a bit flustered actually I think Robbo was a bit it wasn't yeah. his usual calm collected self and yeah I loved he was it. a little bit he was a little bit off I mean I think when he spoke about the roosters performance he was still fairly measured he said look they just did they weren't physically up to it but as I said the roosters quite often start the seasons very slow I mean the 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 three premierships they've won with Robinson as coach they've lost their round one game so mm. you know they I, I wouldn't be too worried about them if I was a roosters fan just yet but I want to see a bit of improvement in attack because they just didn't really look threatening at all I think they've just been like preparing the the shelf for the trophy, and they forgot to train. That's it. That's they, simple they, as that. They just thought they'd be handed to them on a silver platter. Well, you got to work for they it, thought, boys. They no they'd more already Squid given Games the references. You got to work hard. They'd already had the referees over for lunch and sorted out what's happening. Blah yeah. blah blah. The problem anyway, is they didn't pay on. for lunch. They made yeah. the rest pay for their own. Now the rest are like, oh, I can show you. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Uh, poor, poor Phantom's not here to defend himself. Oh, himself. boo-hoo. All right, uh, New Zealand Warriors versus Dragons. Um, I don't know why I tip Warriors. I- they, they came back. I mean, they, they, were, they were down 12-0, and they actually then hit the lead. But um, uh, the Dragons were a bit off their game. But I think they're a pretty good team this year, the Dragons. They're, they're my Smokies to make the eight this year, actually. I... I that, they, were, they were pretty good. They'll get better as well. They got a lot of depth in the forwards. Like they didn't put Tarek Sims or um, George Burgess in their seventeen. That's that's pretty good depth if you can leave those two out of your forward pack. Um, so yeah, they're they're going to be a pretty good team this year, I think. All right, this is the one game I did watch: West Tigers versus Storm. I was worried at the beginning because uh, West Tigers were up by I can't remember how many, but half time. Storm were trailing, mm. and uh, injury after injury after injury, it seemed, yeah. for the poor Storm. Well, that's yeah, the story that's, I so, heard, yeah. Uh, like, what does that mean for the rest of the season? I don't know, but uh, I was I was concerned. It's going to be a real test of Craig Bellamy as a coach now, because there's already discussions about, uh, you know, through the so-called experts, about how the Storm may finally start to slide a bit. I think that's more going to be next year than this year, because they're losing a lot of guys to other clubs next year, but... You know, like they lose Brandon Smith in the first tackle of the game, the first tackle he made apparently, because that's why he only got one point in Supercoach for us. Yay, that was a great selection by us. Um, and then obviously Christian Walsh in the last minute of the game tears his Achilles, so he'll be out for the year. And poor old Will Smith um, tore his ACL, I think. So some pretty big injuries. I mean, the only guy that's coming back out of that is Brandon Smith. Um, they do get a few guys back this week with um, Cameron Munster and... Um, Cameron Munster, Jesse Bromwich, and Harry Grant are all back. So that'll compensate that. But um, it hurts. Like Losing Christian Welsh is the big one for the season because he's such a rock for them. And, and it's a big loss for Queensland when it comes to origin time too because he's just such an ultra-consistent, uh, doesn't make mistakes, keeps the ruck tidy in defence. He's a big loss. And great character by the Storm. They're down by about 10 points, had those injuries and came back and won by 10. That's a, that's a That shows that the... the I guess the culture that club has, they, they just don't give up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys did say that Storm never lose round they, one. I think that was uh, their 20th, was their 20th year in a row that they've won round one. And I'm like, but, I think this might be the year. Yeah, well, this might be the year. And yeah, they, they brought it back. So it, was yeah. it was actually good to see Tigers competitive. It was actually great. I, I watched this game, the, the full game, and it was actually it was a good game to watch because it was so close. Yeah. I always thought Melbourne always looked like they were going to come back. You know, Tigers had a great first <laughs> half. But the scores, was it was such a close score. They just um, couldn't keep Melbourne out. But Jerome Hughes was pretty epic, like pretty awesome I in that second he half. Was, he had an he, amazing game, yeah. He, he sort of stood up when they were behind and they just, he basically just ended up he's a good um, winning the game for them. It just, he's, it just gets better and better. I've never really... Oh, it's not that I haven't rated him. I just never really... I think he's underrated. Yeah, people just, don't talk about him much, but he, he is a really top-class player, that bloke. He's... You can see What's why more? they let um, you can see why they let that bloke go to us. Well, I can't even remember his name. The one we've released now. Um, what was his name? The halfback they let go. Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Where, oh, yeah, what's his name? We've, I've, I know. I feel bags. I've forgotten his name. But he that, obviously, what, he obviously made a big impression on everyone. Exactly, didn't he? exactly. Well, that's why they let him go because they knew that Jerome Hughes was um, clearly the way to the future for them. He was. Uh, he's such an underrated player. He's he's top class. He's top tier. And what's crazy is, like, I think three years ago, 
he was playing fullback. He was all over the shop. He was playing yeah. all these different positions. Wing, yeah. I think centre. Like they would just didn't know where to put him. And they'll, he's come from. They chucked him in half, at halfback, and he's just never looked back. It just gets better. Just show he's, 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 he's actually football. He's just a footballer. Put him anywhere, yeah. he'll make an impact. He's he's a really so good player. I like him a lot. I hate, yeah, I hate saying too. that about a Melbourne player, but I like him a lot. He's a good player. Can't be still hating on Melbourne. Right. Come on, there's so many other teams <laughs> you can hate on these oh, days. To be fair, to yeah. be fair, I don't hate Melbourne that as much anymore because they don't do the wrestle shit anymore as much as they used to yeah. back when you know they had those other guys. But um, I just yeah, yeah. now I just hate them because they're successful. <laughs> eels versus Titans. Yeah. We all picked eels. Pointathon. So many Point-a-thon. points. Pointathon. So many points. Yeah. But the best part I mean, of this was um, Guth- Gutho getting his own uh, oh, try celebration. The, 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 the thing, yeah, that was, yeah. That was pretty funny by uh, oh. Philip Sami. That was. He good. was. He wasn't impressed, was he? He was spewing. Nah. Like that. But yeah, that was that was a hard. I'll, I'll say this though. I mean, I, I kind of agree with Justin Holbrook a little bit. He said, "Look, because we're one of the lesser known teams, we got a ha- like they got hammered with the fifty fifty calls. Whether it means they would have won or lost, I don't know, but." I mean, when it was 28 all or whatever it was, and Gutherson took a dive when he put that grubber through, he took a damn dive, and that gave him the lead. And that was pretty... Because the Titans were on their feet then. They spent the whole second half defending. Like, it's quite funny, because the first half, their defence was terrible, the Titans. Second half, they didn't concede a point, even though they spent the whole half defending. Um, so I just can't... Look, the Titans are going to be similar to last year. They'll, they'll, they'll score a lot of points, but they'll concede a lot. And that's, that's their problem. The Eels will get better. The Eels will get better. The final game for round one, Cowboys versus Bulldogs. Bulldogs won. Bulldogs won. Um, yeah, as expected, this game's a bit of a bludger. This oh. is... Um, it was close. That's as good as it really got in Mate, the, I, the I score, watched this but... whole game. I want that 90 minutes of my life back. That was such a bad yeah. game of football. We said it last um, week. Do we really care about this game? No, we don't. Oh, and no. why and, did we watch and, it? That, we and, both and, watched it. Yeah. Why did yeah, we watch I it? I don't even know. Well, what are we doing? Uh, look, the Cowboys nearly stole at the end, but they got the call right. Um, Tabuai Fidei was offside. Um, yeah, he was. But, yeah. uh, geez, I don't see a lot of hope for these two teams at all. They're, they're... <sighs> Enough said. Let's move they're, on. As, as <laughs> predicted, they'll probably finish where... Based on this game, they're going to finish where everyone's predicting them to be. They're going to finish the in the two. bottom four. Bottom, at yeah, least bottom four, four yeah. maybe bottom two, but yeah, they, they won't. Although, you know what? One quick thing. Addo Carr, he was good. He was pumping the Bulldogs up. I think that's exactly what they need, that bit of fresh You know what I love? Just because, just because I don't like Addo Carr, I loved it when he made a bit of a break up the middle and then the hammer just clobbered him and he dropped the ball. Carl was like, yes, go hammer! <laughs> oh, go <yeah>. hammer! <laughs> I'd love to see those two in a, in a, in a race, though, because that would be pretty fun, because they're both super quick. Okay. All right. Well, at the end of round one, uh, Smokes and myself are on three out of eight, uh, Phantom's on four out of eight, and Principal <laughs> pushing ahead five out of eight. So uh, all, all you is go. right, except so Smokes. One, what, but... How are you losing to the, to the Phantom? Seriously. Oh, that won't last, how? mate. It's, as I said last year, it's a marathon, not a sprint. He'll die in the ass like he did last year. All right, well, we'll cut through some of these news stories pretty quickly. Um, Broncos statement, no one saw coming. Growing pains for NRL's mystery men. It's a, it's a power rankings by the Fox Sports experts, whatever that means. But uh, thought it just, just might for be the interesting week. each week just to highlight, highlight our particular team. So coming in last right. out of our right. teams, uh, if we scroll down a little well. bit further, anyone want to take a pick who might be running last out of our teams? Tigers. I think you'll I think find it every, is... It, um, it rides with Roosters, ranking in 
somehow. Oh, hang on. Oh, sorry, that's right. The, Ra- the Raiders for somehow. Sorry, that's right. The Raiders are eighth. They are initially ranked tenth before oh. the season starts. They've you jumped know, two the Roos- spots. The Roosters even pay the bloody Fox Sports reporters. I know. Seriously, I agree. the Roosters <laughs> should be about fourteen. But um, they get smacked the by Bron- the Broncos. The Broncos have moved up to sixth. We were sixteenth. They had us ranked last, so we've jumped ten spots. Somehow the Roosters hold on to fifth, despite their disgraceful display. Um, I think there should be an inquiry. I think there should be an investigation, as Jeff Turvey would say. There's got to be an investigation of this. The Roosters should be down about fourteenth or fifteenth. Disgraceful mugs they are. Uh, sorry, uh, Dolphins haven't given up on Ponga and Manly signed Tiger's gun. Yeah, just a little bit of signing yeah. news. I mean, the Dolphins are still chasing pretty hard for Kale and Ponga. I think he's going to stay at Newcastle. They're paying him a lot of money, and he's pretty much the, the big fish in a little pond there now. I, th- I think he's going to stay, uh, especially now yeah, that I, Andrew Johns is working with him a bit. I think he's going to stay. I, I, I sort of think the opposite. I reckon he's going to want to go for the new shiny team he's had enough in Newcastle. I, could be. I, could be. I'm struggling to see Newcastle performing any time. That, that's going to be the big thing, five, yeah. If, if they really Five struggle, years or so. They'd yeah. have to go on a massive signing spree, but they're going to they, be yeah. smashing their cap with paying Pongo whatever he needs to to yeah, stay. Yeah, that, that could be, that could be the thing be... that could hurt it. Yep, agreed. Uh, um, the other thing that was in there about the signing is the interesting one is that Marty Tapao, the, the, the Cowboys um, apparently have shown massive interest to get him next year, but now they're trying to push to get him earlier because they're so desperate and so crap. Um, I think they're trying to twist Manly's arm into releasing him early. Uh, so it might be interesting to see what happens there because Martin's power on his day can be pretty pretty big handful in in, in the forwards. So see what happens there. Yep. Next one. Uh, Eels young gun Sean Russell uh, still in hospital as family quite distressed after brutal injury. There's a bad injury, and I sort of you know the fullback rushing across to try and save the try, but you know it had sort of it reminded me of that you know the Roosters player last year that busted his ribs and um, punctured the lung as well against the Eels. Hmm. Um, Dylan Brown, I think, got suspended for quite a while, three, four weeks, maybe more. Yeah, so, I, I think the difference um, with that, though, is that, that Dylan Brown led with the knees, and, and he was still, like, up on his feet when he hit him with his knees, whereas I think the Jaden Campbell one was an honest-to-God accident. Like, he slid in, and you even see he was leading with his arms to try and stop the tackle, and as he's hit the ground, he sort of bounced and his knees. Are, it's, it's unfortunate, and it's horrible for the young folks. I think he's, I think that was his hat-trick that he scored, too. Yeah, um, I, um, I, I I don't think like people like look. There's definitely there's no question in my mind it was an accident by Jaden Campbell. He was just trying to save a try. But like it was a. Pure you know accident. what? What I saw with it is it's pretty much with the fullbacks have got the hardest job when it's that type of play where they're running from basically under yeah. the posts. They've yeah. got to run to stop the winger. It's the last resort, right? It's yeah. sort of like when they get booked for um, the shoulder charges. Yeah, they don't yeah, mean yeah. to do it. But they do it, and they it's still almost get a, It's fine. almost so, no choice. You've got like because your primary yeah. job is to stop a try being scored. But then it, it nearly means that really they should like to me. I should. I think he should have got um, charged for it. You yeah, put your broken one. ribs, and it's it, sort of it, like he scored the try, and he was actually well on the way to scoring the try. So you sort of get mm. to the point when you're running. Do you see that player? Do you need to put in that extra? I thought he probably could have pulled out because the guy was already diving. But you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, it was never going to end well having to stop a guy that's sort of laying on the ground. <laughs> you know, he died before the try line. So it was a, yeah, it was an interesting one. I, I, I thought it was a bit bit strange. I feel like it opens it up a bit to, you know, people getting busted ribs and still, you know, there's no sort of um, penalty for doing that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 an interesting one. It's a tough one to. Could have gone either way. I'm sort of I'm sort of more in the boat of. I think it was a pure accident. I think I think if he if his knees if he led with his knees first, absolutely. But I I think he was. It, it's a hard one. But anyway, it is what it is. It is. It's it's one of those things. It's, it's the same as shoulder charge with that same fullback sort of role. Yeah. Sort of. Um, yeah. Definitely. What do you do? Uh, moving on. Uh, thought he was clutching at his shoulder. NRL to pro Bulldogs over HIA. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the HIA now because uh, the NRL have implemented a, an independent doctor in the bunker this year to to pull up for HIAs because coaches were, were exploiting the rule without question. Uh, but this one was a big exploitation of the rule. I mean, and I watched it. Jeremy Marshall King went for a tackle. He fell down. He got up holding his shoulder. And there was like nine minutes to go in the game. They obviously had no interchanges left. The, the trainer went over and said, oh, yeah, he's got to come off for an HIA so they get the free interchange. Um, so if, if they get found guilty of it, which I, the evidence looks pretty bad against them, they're going to get a massive fine. Um, but, yeah, uh, and, and look, the, the reason that Radley ended up missing the rest of the Roosters game is because it was the independent doctor in the bunker who said, no, he's concussed. He needs to go off. The Roosters were going to leave him on. Um, so I like the fact that the independent doctors are going to overrule a lot of this shit. That the and, and, and apparently it was actually the club doctors who requested that because they said, look, we're put under a lot of pressure by the coaches and and whatnot yeah. to let these guys keep playing even though we think they should come off. Um, so I'm 100%. glad that, I'm glad that they've, they've come in and said, you know what, no, we've got to, we want an independent one so that, you know, we don't have that pressure on us anymore. Yeah, the um, it's the big games that's always a worry with the HIAs. Like you know, when there's a lot on the line, losing one of your key players, you know, it it's an impossible decision for the doctor to make. They might make the decision. You know, they're under they're getting paid by the club. It's not to say they're going to do a wrong a bad thing, but it's it's just having that independent person takes any yep. sort of risk or any pressure out yep. of them. I loved yep. it actually. It and I think I think the HIA thing worked. You know, uh, the cow, uh, the bulldogs. Look like they probably pushed the rules a bit, um, yeah. but that was pretty much the only only account this week. Last year yeah. it was happening every game. Uh, this year yep. we have that was one out of all the games. So you know, I think that was a it's a pretty good result for the NRL. And and think of it too, like with these concussion protocols. I mean, you go back to the two thousand fourteen grand final, first tackle of the game, James Graham breaks um, Sam Burgess's cheekbone. If that happens now, he'd be off for the game. Yeah. He would have been off for the game. They would have concussion tested him. He would have been off. And he ended up getting man of the match in that game. Um, yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting when it happens in a big game, like a grand final. And then the the, the bunker doctor says, no, nah, get off. Um, that's going to be a big, big moment. It'll happen one day. Well, I, th- I think it's that's why it's got to be consistent. They uh, After this week, they can't... What happens every year in the NRL, they start doing all these new rules at the start of the year. Then it just disappears. If they just be yep. consistent the whole year, if someone falls like a Radley, he was clearly like you can tell when someone falls to the ground where they're not supporting yep. themselves. It's, it's the one that fall, came yeah. to. Yeah, yep. if they're consistent like that, it won't matter if it's a grand final because it's going to be literally happening every week, and it's yeah. just going to be, you know, it won't be the controversy. Then it'll just be, it will be a controversy if they aren't consistent, and then if it happens they don't, in the grand yeah, final. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then the other teams no, like, right. oh, they should take this player off and blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, hope, yeah hopefully true. they just use it consistent. Everything just needs to be consistent, and then no one can really have too much of a problem with it. Really, it's when they yeah, exactly. they're not consistent, it causes problems. Yeah, it's when they yeah exactly. Um, the Cowboys' ten million dollar gamble has been branded a failure, but the problems don't stop there. 
Poor Jason. How do I pronounce Tom it? Tamalo. Uh, ten-year contracts. Ten-year contracts are such a bad idea. They really are for so many reasons. First of yeah. all, can you guarantee a player is going to hold their form for that long? Can you guarantee they're not going to get something? Like, think of um, Jarrell Yaye for the Broncos. Um, he had that horrific injury when he's 22 years old, never played again. Um, how can you guarantee that's not going to happen? That's just, it's, it's poor investment. And then where is the motivation for that player? I'm not saying Tal Malayo is necessarily doing this, but where's the motivation for that player to keep on performing week in, week out if they've got, oh, I've got 10 years, $10 million. Like, it's money in the bank, you beauty. Um, yeah, it's, and it's, it's poor. it was crazy. I, I remember at the time they were like, has Tomalolo um, taken under, you know, a million dollars a season in 10 years, he might be worth more. He's laughing yeah. now because he's got 10, you know, he's not worth the million dollar player at the moment. Like his performances no. aren't. He's not no, near it. And no forward yes. is worth a million dollars a year. I'm sorry, and I know forwards no. are important, but no forward is worth a million dollars a year. There's barely any players in history who are worth that. You look at... Darren Lockyer, Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, that kind of player. Um, that's, that's the kind of guys who, who should be getting the million dollars a year, if anyone deserves it. Because um, they're the ones who win your premierships. Um, yeah, I think, they're the ones who decide and, the big games. I think it's, um, it, you know, it's probably, he it was better with the old rules as well, I think. I think the new rules yeah. haven't helped his case either. So I think it's all just... Nah. You know, it's good for him. He's got, he's got a good contract. Well, and, and I but, guess uh, the dispute here is the fact he's getting less minutes now under Todd Payton, and that's sort of annoying the fans because he used to play like sixty-five minutes a game, seventy minutes a game, whereas now he's playing about fifty minutes a game, and that's yeah. starting to annoy. So they're thinking, well, we're paying a million dollars a year for this guy for the next ten years, or about another seven years of that contract, and he's not out on the field enough. So, look, it wouldn't surprise me if they end up cancelling that contract somehow. If someone comes in with a big offer for him. To go for like a three-year deal somewhere or something. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be really interesting how they All worked right. that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's still got a, it's still got watch, a few years left. Watch this space because Pub Talk Rugby League will break the story when someone else breaks the story and we feed off it. Yeah. And then we come back on a Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. The Wednesday night. Of course, yeah, exactly. Watch out, listen, watch uh, out for on, our Facebook page. Sure. It'll be there. Shortly after other Facebook pages of us. <laughs> I still got to put up some uh, some video of Daryl Braithwaite from the Suncorp Stadium on our Facebook page. I'll put that up there later. You'll be riding on the horses, baby. Anyway, and our last story for tonight. Uh, really proud moment. Uh, Beatson Stan snub at New Sydney Football Stadium overturned. I so love this. I love Arthur this. I love Beetson? this. Yeah, Arthur, because um, the the New Sydney Football Stadium's you know up and running and. They decided they wanted to name the four stands, the four different stands in the stadium. And um, Arthur Beetson was apparently initially not considered because uh, the people in, in control of that said, oh, he was, he was a Queenslander. Why would we give him a stand um, at our Sydney football stadium? Let, let's ignore the fact that he was a Sydney Roosters legend or an Eastern Suburbs legend, as they were called then. Uh, he played about 90% of his rugby league career in New South Wales. Um, he, he played 20 interstate games, 17 of them were for New South Wales. He played two interstate games for Queensland before he moved to New South Wales, and he played in the first ever Origin match when they changed the rules and he was able to play for Queensland. But 
Uh, he's And he's an immortal, the first ever Indigenous captain of an Australian international side of any sport. Um, he absolutely should have a stand there. Um, it's not, and it's ridiculous that they that they that they're initially going to knock it back because he was a Queenslander. Yeah, I agree. It's um, common sense has prevailed. I think. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's awesome. I, I I love it. I think he's one of the, the. Obviously, I didn't get a chance to see him play, but my old man did, and he said he was just an absolute freak of a player. Um, so fantastic, and he he absolutely should get All that right. one. Well, good on him. Uh, what's happening with this super coach thing? I dropped out of the call last week. So super coach. So uh, our I think we scored. We got a team score of eight hundred and sixty-two uh, in round one, which is a little bit below. It's, it's about around about the fortieth percentile, so it's not the greatest, but it was okay. Um, uh, our top our top scorer was Payne Huss with ninety-one. Um, we had a couple of injury issues. Uh, the Canberra halfback Schneider out this week because of COVID. And um, Brandon Smith, who we were really hoping would bank us a lot of points, got uh, broke his hand in the first tackle that he made. So he only scored one. Um, so we've traded him out for Appy Coruscant. There may be another couple of trades before the round starts tomorrow. But uh, I'm anticipating a higher score in round two. I think we're going to get into our groove. Tony Sag's going to score a few more points next round. T- Teddy can't go as bad as he did in round one um, next week. So I'm predicting good things. Yeah, I think considering, you know, it's not a bad score. We put that team together in about 10, 15 minutes. Well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And we put a lot was, of cheapies um, in there because we're trying to make money to, to build a stronger squad later. Yeah, it'll, it'll come good. It'll come. So last week, last week Phantom gave his, or last week of the week before, he gave his top eight for the season. Uh, so I believe it's my turn to give a top eight. Um, all right, so my top eight, and I've had to try and put it in order. I've had to try and eliminate bias, which was very difficult to do. So here we go. Um, Ty, minor premiers will be the Penrith Panthers. They are the best team in the competition. I find it very hard to believe they won't finish there. Uh, Melbourne Storm, ultra consistent. They will finish second. Begrudgingly, I do have the Poosters at third. I think they've they've got too many good players to not finish in the top four somewhere. Um, so I've got them there. I've let bias creep in here, and I've I've snuck my Broncos into fourth. I know that's probably a bit unlikely. Look, I think they're more likely to finish about sixth, but I had to apply a bit of bias there and move them up a couple of pegs. Realistically, they'll probably finish sixth or seventh, but I'm going to put them at fourth. I'm going to assume that they'll have no injuries all year, and that's why they'll finish fourth. Um, I've got the Eels at fifth. Uh, the Eels, again, I think they're always a top eight team. They're always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So I think they'll they'll be up there, but not quite good enough. Number six, I've got the Dragons. I think they're going to have a strong year this year. Uh, ben Hunt's going to have a really, really good year. Um, Jack Bird in the back row, I like it. So they're, they're, they've got some promise. They've got some good outside backs. Uh, I've got the Seagulls slumping to seventh. Um, I think teams are going to make life harder for T- Trebojevic this year, for Turbo. Um He'll still have a good year, and Manly will still beat the weaker teams, so I think they're going to slide a bit. And then eighth, I, I couldn't split them, so I'm just going to be a bit of a, a smart-ass and say it'll either be the Rabbitohs or the Sharks in eighth. Raiders to just miss out. Raiders to just miss out. So I'll, I'll take I think that out. is a terrible top eight. Oh, poor. Not going to yeah, get but it's, 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 it's better than Phantoms. It's better than Phantoms. You know... I don't even know. What was Phantom? I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, Roosters that. first, and he had you guys last. I've got you guys at like ninth or 10th. Well, you know. my, my one next week will be full of bias and 
It's going to be... Um, so, Raiders minor premieres. Can I do, like, what I've seen the top left, eight right and the final series going, and then who wins the grand final? I'm just going to map it out, right? We'll map post it, it up on the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Every match. Well, we've, we've been recording for 43 minutes, so we should uh, keep it tight. That's why I said just the top eight first. Mate. Ah, we'll be right. All right, on to uh, B-Bets. Last week, Principal Ooh. had a cracker of a week. He won with, everything. What's that? Eight Bs, one to his name. Oh, Everyone else lost. So nailed Smokes it. lost two. Phantom lost four. Uh, and Principal won all the bits. So, uh, this week, Smokes, do you have a B-bet? All right, Sharks to beat the Eels. Shark, I don't think the Eels are that... Im- I think Sharks are better than the Eels, even though the Eels won. So, Sharks to beat the Eels, two bees. I'll take that. There you go. Oh, we get to make up uh, We get to make up Phantom's beer bet, don't we? So, what outlandish yes, thing can we do about the Roosters? Yeah. Um, how about... Um, Tedesco to score a hat trick against Tommy yep. Turbo and his manly side. Two, just two beers. We'll just do two beers, and, and I'm we'll and I'm taking both it. Take that. I'm, ta- I'm taking. We'll it, both yeah. take that. Yep. All right, two beers. You know what? There's and, a new rule. Uh, if he misses consecutive weeks, we bump up the up beer bet every time, right? Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah, I like that. Yep. There we go. Yep. That's All great. right. Principal, do you have a bet? Be bet? You bet. You bet ten. Oh. And still in the lead. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, what, are, what are we doing? I'm going to bet four, and Ali will take this one. Roosters to lose two in a row. Uh, uh, roosters to lose. I'm not going to take it. Cause I think they might win. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, Phantom will take it. Phantom will take it. All right. Uh, are we talking about the NRL? Who's, uh, who's in the grand final? Oh, yeah, the women's team. I mean, like, um, Broncos are leading the comp. They've won three from three. Dragons, it was a close game. Um, they only got them by four points. So I think those two will meet in the grand final. Uh, they have, a, they have uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more next week because we're a bit pressed for time and I forgot to get the stories about it. But um, next year, the competition is expanding to eight teams and then the following year, it's expanding to ten teams. And they've, they've created a minimum wage now. So I think that they're... Average salary is going to go up by about twenty eight or twenty nine percent. So that's quite quite um, lucrative for them. So that's um that's pretty awesome. Um, and uh, I, I actually I've only seen the headlines. I actually don't even know who the new teams are. I imagine one of them will be the Warriors because they had to take a back seat because of COVID. But I'll, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it more next week when I've I've read up about it. Yep, next week. All right, on yep. to uh, this week's tips. We're going to get through this real quick because we're going to run out of time. Uh, so, Storm versus Rabbitohs. Smokes? Um, I'm going to go the Storm. Uh, they're, they're such a good team. I'm going Storm. Fan, uh, Principal? Yes, yeah, Storm again. I think that'll Phantom, be easy. Phantom, Phantom has the Storm as well. I've got, I've got Phantom's tip. So, Phantom has the Storm. Oh. oh, yeah. Call them out for me. That's great. All right. Dragons versus Panthers. Principal? Ooh, Panthers. Panthers by a lot, I think. Uh, Smokes? I think it's going to be a really good game. I'll go Penrith, but Dragons Dragons will be a hope. Uh, and uh, Phantom also has Panthers. Cool. Uh, Roosters versus Sea Eagles. Smokes? I've got the Roosters and so does Phantom. Come on. Go Manly, yeah, go, go Manly. Go Manly. Of course I'm going. I'm not going to tip Roosters. Yeah. Anymore, so. Go the Manly. Go right. on. All right. Uh, Titans versus New Zealand. Uh, smokes. Yeah, I'll go the Gold Coast, uh, as has the Phantom. Um, you never know with the Gold Coast. Fuck, I could leak 50 points knowing them. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans, Principal? but I'm not confident about this one. It could go either way, I reckon. Right. 
Sharks versus Eels, principal. Uh, go Eels. I think they'll they'll be a bit better this week than they were last week. Myself and Smoke. myself and Phantom have the Sharks. I'm a bit worried because I'm agreeing with everything Phantom said so far. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we, we've we've got a difference right. here Cowboys. in this next game. Cowboys versus Raiders. Uh, principal, I'm going to assume Raiders. The people's team, of course. All right, Smokes. I've got the Raiders, and Phantom has the Cowboys. All right, I got the Raiders for that one. Uh, Knights versus West Tigers. Smokes. Uh, Knights for myself and Phantom. Principal. Yeah, go Knights as well. It's a whitewash. All right, and Bulldogs and Broncos. Principal, let's start with you. Ooh, I reckon it's going to be a tight game. But I'm going to smart ass and no, you don't. <laughs> Adam Reynolds will be out, mate. Mate, I reckon it's going to. It's going to be a, a, a tight game, but I'm going to go Broncos. I'm going to say there's going to be four right. points in it. Go the, um, go the Bulldogs. Right. It'll be four points in it up until about 70 minutes to go, and then the Broncos will run away with it. <laughs> um, look, uh, Bron- Broncos, uh, Phantom has Broncos as well. Look, Broncos get Reynolds, they get Kobe Hedrington, they get Tessie New, they get them all back. So they're, they're nearly at full strength, the Broncos. I'm really excited to see how they go with that team. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please make sure to share this podcast with your friends and if you like it give it a rating or a review Uh, we'll be back next week with more of this hopefully with a phantom Uh, and as we mentioned you can find us on Facebook we are Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast it's a group you can join Uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week bye see you then boys go the mighty Broncos go the Raiders That's the way it's gonna be, little darling. We'll be riding on the horses, yeah. That'll do, that'll do. That's my scene repertoire right there.